Hello and Happy New Year. It's 2023 and I hope that the Lord is blessing you and that you are finding this new year starting off well. Uh, this is Bill Allen. You have found my Facebook Bible studies. I do this on Tuesday and Thursday afternoons. It's live on my Facebook page at 3 p.m. Central Time. And then it is shared to our West Irwin Live and our West Irwin Church of Christ Facebook pages. And also on our uh, website, westirwin.com. And Irwin and all of those is spelled, spelled like the street here in Tyler, E-R-W-I-N. Westirwin.com. Uh, click on the connect and scroll down to the live streaming and scroll down there and find the video archives. And that's where you'll find these uh, lessons. And live of other stuff as well previous worship services sermons all kinds of good stuff uh, our facebook studies have been uh, focused this past year in 2022 on the effligard smith uh, daily bible in chronological order a book and i hope that you appreciated that study uh, this year as i've thought about wondering what we should do i have uh, been announcing that uh, we're going to continue these studies at the same time or as we used to say same bat time same bat channel if you remember that then good for you but um, it'll be tuesday thursdays right here live on my facebook page at 3 p.m central time and then share it to those other sites uh, immediately following or soon following and uh, you can always scroll down on my page and look at some of the previous ones that I've got there, along with some pictures of adorable grandchildren uh, as well, thrown in there occasionally. But uh, as we get started, I'm going to be covering on uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays two daily devotional books. Um, the one on Tuesday is My Utmost for His Highest by Oswald Chambers. It's a bit of a classic. And I'll say more about that in just a moment. But first, a commercial for Thursdays. Uh, we will be doing two different studies. So one day a week, we'll do the Oswald Chambers book. And one day a week, we'll do a book by Timothy and Kathy Keller entitled The Songs of Jesus, A Year of Daily Devotions in the Psalms. I've got that book and have started reading it. It's a both of those are daily devotions, which means that you have a shorter reading than reading through the Bible in a year, where you try to read through at least three chapters of the Bible each day, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Many of you did that, and congratulations. Uh, some of you are doing that this year. Well done. You're not too far behind if you want to start now. Again, three or four chapters a day of the Bible, and you'll get through it. Uh, but I love the F. Lagarde Smith book. There are other great ones that uh, others in our church and, and others do. The, uh, the daily devotional book by the Kellers on the songs of Jesus is focused on the Psalms. And uh, as we go through the year in that book, you read through all of the Psalms, all 150 Psalms. So, you know, if you're thinking 52 uh, weeks, uh, 365 days, and you've got 150 Psalms, then obviously, you're not reading uh, a whole psalm each time. You will some because some of them are very short. But it's a great study. It's going to be from the perspective of Jesus. It was the song book, the devotional book, the prayer book uh, for the Jews. And uh, it was the prayer book that Jesus used. And it was also uh, quoted many times by Jesus, uh, quoted many times in the rest of the New Testament. I believe the most quoted Old Testament book in the New Testament the book of Psalms. So I think that's going to be a great study. I'm looking forward to that on Thursdays. But today we start out on Tuesdays with the classic by Oswald Chambers, My Utmost for His Highest, probably the most well-known 
uh, daily devotional reading. And uh, you can do these studies without buying those books. I encourage you to get them, though. I encourage you to get a hard copy. If you like having the print version in your hand or getting it on Kindle or uh, some one of your devices, I'm going to bravely work with my tablet here and, uh, and try to go through that this year and see if that works out well. Hopefully it will. Um, but uh, it, the, the, the studies are not requiring you to have that. And, and so we'll, we won't obviously read every word of the, of the books, but we will be referring to them. And um, Oswald Chambers uh, from Scotland uh, lived during the time of World War I, in fact, served as a YMCA chaplain uh, during World War One, and uh, uh, was a wonderful theologian and teacher and uh, writer. But uh, he died young at age 43, and his wife, that he uh, named Gertrude, I believe, he affectionately called her Biddy, which meant Biddy. Uh, he um, uh, she published his works after uh, his death. And uh, she had, uh, she was like my wife was able to do shorthand. And back then, of course, it was much more important than it is now. Uh, but um, or even when Joyce took it uh, when we were in college and used it some throughout her working career. Uh, but now it's almost hardly anybody does that. But she did, and so she was able to, to really write the manuscript for almost all of his lectures on on uh, his various topics but the most popular one by far is my utmost for his highest and it is a classic and again i encourage you to read it it's a wonderful wonderful book and we're going to be looking at some of that and uh, applying some scriptures to it and also some of my thoughts as well uh, but the the first uh, uh january 1st is a great day to start because uh, he starts out with philippians chapter 1 and if you remember our studies through Philippians, or if you know your, your uh, history of the Bible, and the Philippians is one of those prison epistles written by the Apostle Paul, um, perhaps um, several years before his death. It's best we can tell he was released from prison that time in Rome and did some more traveling, some more preaching and teaching, and, and then came back uh, to Rome under arrest and was put to death sometime probably around A.D. 67 or so. But uh, he writes the first group a little few years earlier than that. And Philippians is one of those. So he's writing from prison, and the theme of the book is rejoice. It's amazing. But this is what Paul says, very well-known passage in Philippians 1, verses 20 and 21. And, and it's the passage that um, uh, uh, Oswald Chambers focuses on uh, in his reading for January the 1st. Uh, he says this, I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage, so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. Great statement of faith by Paul, not knowing for sure whether he was going to be released or not, uh, but thinking that he was. In fact, he later goes on in that paragraph in Scripture in Philippians 1 and says, you know, I'm thinking that uh, if I go on to be with the Lord, that's great. But if I don't, I'll be here to serve him and to help you. And I think that's what he wants. And, uh, and, and sure enough, I believe that's, uh, that's what uh, transpired. But as uh, Oswald Chambers begins his, uh, his book, My Utmost for His Highest, I love that title, don't you? And that's taken from this passage as Paul talks about, I want, and, and everything I say and do, 
whether through my life or through my death, I want to give my best to God. And, um, and that's the point here today on January the 1st, with all boldness as always. So now also Christ will be magnified in my body, whether by life or by death. And so that's where um, uh, Chambers gets his title, My Utmost for His Highest. Uh, and he writes, it's as if Paul were saying, my determined purpose is to be my utmost for his highest, my best for his glory. And so today, as we, uh, as we ha share these thoughts, and th these lessons are going to be a little bit shorter than the ones that I had last, last year. Um, but uh, it, it's a great place to start on the first reading of January. It's a great place if you're still thinking about a mission statement or a goal or resolutions or a purpose statement for your life in 2023. Um, the, the passages we're looking at from Philippians 1 and in a moment from Philippians 3 would be a great ones uh, to give, that your determined purpose is to be your utmost for his highest, uh, that everything you say and do will be to his uh, glory. Um, we know that God knows everything that's ahead for us and everything about our lives, past, present, and future. And, um, and so uh, Chambers writes, I am determined to be absolutely and entirely for him and him alone. Paul would say whether that's in life or death, and we should say the same. Uh, we're living sacrifices according to Romans chapter 12. And so our desire in 2023 is to be our utmost for his highest, to do our very best in life in every aspect of it uh, for the glory of God. Uh, for the glory of the one who has loved us and who has saved us. He writes in this chapter, interestingly enough, that if a crisis has come to you on any front, surrender your will to Jesus absolutely and irrevocably. And I think that's a, that's a significant thought, especially today. If uh, you were watching the football game last night, the NFL game between the Bills and the Bengals, then you didn't see much of a football game because not very, many, not very long into the game, uh, a young man was uh, critically injured, and uh, Damar uh, uh, is still, uh, we still don't know how he's going to fare. He's still in critical condition, and, uh, and, and our prayers go out for him and for his family, for his teammates and, and friends, um, but I, I don't know if you were able to see that last night, but I, Joyce and I were watching it, and we were overwhelmed because from the very moment that he went down, and he, if you didn't see it, uh, he made a tackle and then got up, took a couple steps, and then just collapsed. And they came out and they had to actually do CPR on him on the field and actually brought out an ambulance. And you knew that this was more serious than any other injury that we had ever seen, certainly not anything like I had ever seen. Uh, usually, as you know, they, they minister first aid to them there and maybe take them to the sidelines, but if not, they bring a golf cart out and put them on there, and as they go, they give a thumbs up or wave or something if they can. But in this case, uh, there was he was not conscious. Um, his heart had stopped, but they were able to revive uh, his heart, but he has not uh, uh, regained consciousness yet. And as I understand it today, he is um, uh, basically on a ventilator, uh, but he is, um, uh, he is, uh, his heart is beating, and so we're hoping and praying that God will will bless him and his family and his friends during this time. But it was amazing to me to see how everyone reacted and responded. Uh, even the crowd, uh, thousands and thousands of people there, 
uh, were overwhelmed, and, and this was the opposing team. <laughs> He's a member of the Bills, yet all the Cincinnati fans, you could tell, were, and the reports we get on Twitter and other places say that people were just breaking out into prayer in the stands. Uh, the players uh, knelt on the field and had prayer together. And it's, it's just a reminder that when that crisis moment comes, you reach out to the only one who can help. The only one who knows. He knows all of everything that's going to happen. Nothing happens in our world, in your life, in mine today that surprises God. He knows about everything. And he's going to be there to walk us through it. He doesn't save us from every difficulty in this life because his purposes go far beyond us and go far beyond our lives uh, to the spiritual concerns for us and for uh, the rest of his world. And so we understand that and we get that. And it's just amazing to me to have seen everything that went on last night, the commentators, the the uh, the the players, the coaches, everybody was uh, stunned, and uh, you immediately realize that you know, <laughs> football games are one thing, and and uh, life is one thing, but when the life is on the line, and you realize that a person could die uh, from this, it puts everything else in perspective. And as we start out this year, I, I hope that you do that. I hope that you remind yourself of what is really important and what is the most important thing is in life or death to do everything to God's glory, to truly give him your utmost for his highest, knowing that he knows everything and he knows all and that we can trust God entirely over everything that, um, that is going on in our lives. Uh, I would like to read another passage from Philippians. It's from Philippians chapter 3. And it's a, if you don't have a purpose statement or a, a, a mission statement for this year or, or at all, this is a great verse, Philippians 3, verses 12 through 14. I talked about them this morning in our staff meeting devotional. And I wanted to share those with you today before we close out this first of 2023 Facebook study and the first one from uh, Oswald Chambers' book, My Utmost for His Highest. Paul writes this after talking about a briefly about his history, his uh, persecution of the church as a Jewish leader, a Pharisee of Pharisees, he describes himself, climbing up that ladder to uh, the Jewish hierarchy, and yet uh, he gave all of that up. He says, all of those things I, I gave up because I want to know Christ and, and to be a part of the resurrection more than anything else, Paul says. And so then he writes this in Philippians 3, verse 12. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I press on. Paul says that a couple of times in there. You probably caught that. And that's a great thing for you, perhaps, for me, for all of us here in 2023. As we have pressed on uh, and survived through these last three or four difficult years of uh, pandemic and economic and political upheaval, today we're called upon to press on, just like Paul did and just like he said he did. He was called to press on, and so were we. We are called to give our utmost for his highest, 
the highest that could ever be. God himself, Jesus Christ our Lord, the Holy Spirit that lives within us to be faithful to his word, to be active in his church, to press on in doing good for others to the glory of God. I hope today as we begin these studies that you will join us on Tuesdays for uh, the study of my utmost for his highest from Oswald Chambers. You can get that book. I would recommend it. You can. It takes maybe five minutes to read each chapter for each day. It's a very short daily devotion. And, um, and then in the Psalms, we'll be in the Psalms on Thursdays uh, from the book by uh, Timothy and Kathy Keller, Jesus Songs. And I look forward to that study on Thursday at 3, and I look forward uh, to going through uh, this book on Tuesdays. And I hope and pray that throughout 2023, as you think about all of the challenges ahead, as you think about the great opportunities ahead, uh, the wonderful growth that God will bring you to, the wonderful ministry and service that he will use you uh, to help others, I hope that you will be committed with me today. Uh, to say these words, I press on. God bless you and God bless us all.